Hello and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Thursday, April 2nd. So as you know, we are here for you to offer comfort and support during the scary time, um, excuse me, the scary and uncertain time. I wouldn't want to miss uncertain because it is very uncertain. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to. If you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions, we want to hear it all. We do. And we're going to just quickly go through what we've been up to because we have a lot of wedding content to get to today, which I'm excited to talk about. All right. Yeah. So Kate, how's it going? Tell me. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of in a bummer mood right now. Mm, to be I'm honest sorry. with you. I mean, it's okay. We all are. Um, I will tell you that I've entered a new phase of this pandemic, which is I'm wearing my nice jewelry. Oh. Do you have like any nice jewelry that you wear like once a year because it's nice and so you don't think it's like safe to wear it anywhere else? Like I do one not special occasion. I do not have nice jewelry. Okay. I, I have I have a lot of nice jewelry because I basically got a bunch of my mom's stuff after she died. Yes. Um but I do have a nice bracelet that my husband bought me that I would never normally wear around the house, but I am wearing it right now. Why? I don't know. I love Just that put, though. Putting on my my jewels. I mean, why not? That's right? kind of where I'm at. Why not? Why yeah. not? Why not? Um, you know, I am a little like we we got news basically like unofficially, but officially that school is going to be closed in California through the rest of the year. I think like the superintendent of the state has basically suggested to all other superintendents that they make that choice. So, oh boy, I'm, I'm processing that, and yeah. um, you know, I'm kind of worried about how my kids are feeling, but otherwise, like we're also really like safe and they're happy, and I'm, I just want them to, you know feel secure and stable during this time but yeah um what else can I tell you yeah I'm just like I've been having a lot of just like sad mad tired scared feelings mm, today and I just mm-hmm. when I do I'm like steep breaths just like take a deep breath like I'm annoyed at my kids I'm annoyed at the world I'm angry that people are hurting and dying so I mean am I a bummer yes yeah, sorry I'm not trying to be trying to be a downer today, but I, I'm living deeply in the uncertainty of everything today. Kate, I want you to live your truth. And if that's I, how you're feeling, truth. then I, like, this is what we're talking about. My truth is jewels and big feelings. There we go. That's, that's just, that, that's just where you're at today. That's where I'm at today. How are you doing today? Dory? You know, I'm okay. We've had kind of a busy pod day. <laughs> um, which Have we ever yeah which is like you know it, it's it's nice in a way just to feel like busy and focused on stuff um I mean we're like we're pretty busy most days but today we just had a bunch of things kind of back to back um so yeah so kind of just trying to like manage all that I also I wore a cloth mask to walk bow today and I hadn't been wearing a mask outside, but the recommendations have really started to shift to like everyone should wear masks and I'm down with that. 
And I definitely notice more people wearing masks outside today than I ever have before. And I, I also emphasize that I was wearing a cloth mask because I think at one point I had kind of mentioned offhandedly that Matt had worn a mask to the grocery store and we got an email from a doctor who was very angry that we were using um, respirator or surgical masks. And I was like, we are using cloth masks. So I just wanted to clarify that um, for anyone who might be wondering. Um, so yeah, I felt sort of like I was about to rob a bank. (laughs) Um, I, I felt that way when I went out, I tied like a handkerchief around my face. Yeah. And it was, yeah, I had never, I've never, um, done that before. Yeah. Strange. It was strange. I'm not used to it. Also, my mask is black, (laughs) which like lends, another air of sort of I feel dastardly in it <laughs> I bet it's I bet it's cool it's real great cool thank you Kate um so yeah so that's what's been that's kind of everything that's been happening with me I, oh I started a new puzzle last night so that's exciting <laughs> hey Dory I'm really sorry yeah. um can we pause things for a second I'm a little worried oh no never mind my audio is working sorry okay <laughs> sorry I was not taking that, that out. <laughs> Don't take it out. Leave it in, everybody. I was just really worried that my thing, my stuff wasn't recording and that you, we were going to do this for 20 minutes and then it was going to be like, sorry, didn't work. Okay. Pardon Everything me. Everything okay? I, yeah. My Zoom is just on the floor. I do want to know about your puzzle. So um, my friend Jody and I, about a week ago, did a socially distant puzzle exchange. <laughs> she came, she drove to my house with a couple of puzzles um, and I gave her a couple of puzzles and like, we both, <laughs> we both like Clorox wiped them in front of each other. Um, and yeah, so I started one of the puzzles she gave me last night. Felt good How to many? be getting back in the puzzle saddle. How many pieces? A thousand pieces. Ooh, that's a big one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was also reading, there's like a, t- someone had a Twitter thread today about unexpected things that are like in shortages and people were responding and saying that there's like a jigsaw puzzle shortage. Oh yeah. Anything. I mean, you can't buy sidewalk chalk anywhere because kids, so many kids are just outside writing messages and adults are writing messages in sidewalk chalk. Like it's sold out. That is wild. Yeah. I I imagine jigsaw puzzles. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like it's, I'm glad people are, Spending this time, as long as they're healthy, you know, puzzling away by yeah. themselves. Puzzling it up. All right. Well, should we move on to weddings? Another kind of puzzle. Another- <laughs> Great segue. Thank you. Um, yeah. Pay me the big bucks for that. Yeah. So we had been hearing from some listeners about their weddings, and we decided to devote most of an entire episode to the topic of weddings. And we heard from so many of you. Thank you so much for reaching out. Um, I wish we could have included everyone's emails and voicemails in this episode, but I think we got a nice like representative sample of people and I'm excited to share their stories. Um, So this first email, I think kind of like opens up the conversation because it's really, I think about how to sort of manage your emotions around the unknown. And this is from a listener named Janine. And she writes, 
Hi, Kat and Dor. Thanks so much for doing a special app of Here For You about COVID and weddings. My wedding is scheduled for August 15th, and I'm still very hopeful that it's going to happen. But I'm having such a hard time with whether to keep planning, worrying about everything else, and so on. I've already canceled my bachelorette weekend and probably need to cancel the showers coming up. I'm disappointed, but also willing to make sacrifices for the health and safety of my loved ones. Here's my biggest issue. I feel like as humans, we use future events like vacations, get-togethers with loved ones, etc., and the hope and excitement they bring us in anticipation to help us get through the drudgery of daily life. The wedding and all the other fun events that come along with it were really providing me with that something to look forward to up until now. And with all of this, I don't want to allow myself to be excited and look forward to it anymore because I'm too afraid that it won't happen, and that really stinks. I want to dive into my excitement for the wedding as a way to get through this time, but my fear is preventing that. Any advice on keeping that excitement and hope despite the chance that things might not go on as planned? Also, I think that this applies to everyone, whether they're getting married or not. I'm sure everyone has something in the future that they want to be excited about and look forward to as a light at the end of this dark tunnel. But unfortunately, we just don't know how long the tunnel is yet. Thanks for everything. You two are a light within the dark tunnel. Oh, that's nice. That's so nice. Um... Yeah, this is so tough. I mean, the unknown is really scary. I mean, so much about this is scary, but the fact that we don't know how long it's going to last, I think is really, really throwing a lot of people for a very big loop. Well, haven't we also talked about on Forever 35 that um, what people find most soothing and relaxing about vacation is not the actual vacation but the planning of yes. the vacation like isn't yes. it the the anticipation that actually provides us with a sense of relief like so I, I can imagine like what's now what's now been lost is the ante- anticipation of all these events and that is I mean as this listener says and that and now we don't have that to kind of get us through yeah I mean yeah. I think I think you know one thing that we've been doing is still finding things to look forward to. They're just more kind of current and in the future and smaller. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we've been trying in our house that I feel like is working. Like, you know, I know on Friday we're going to all do something as a family or like something is gay. I don't know. Like you might, you have your puzzle. Like I think it's, I think it's maybe replacing finding ways to still mimic that feeling or have that feeling, but, with with different things you know because we have to re we have to recalibrate our our expectations right now I think I think that's really smart and yeah I mean I think that's kind of what I was talking about yesterday with like giving myself little things throughout the day to look forward Mm, to yeah because it's like the way things are now it is hard to plan more than like a day in advance yeah, you it know? really is. Yeah. Because you don't know how you're going to be feeling. You don't know what's going to be going on in the world. You don't know about your health. Like everything is so uncertain that just the only things that I can like truly plan are like a daily walk, you know? <laughs> Which is your most treasured activity. Which right is now. my most treasured activity now. So, you know, I hope that you can find something, Janine, that you can also look forward to that maybe is not as momentous as a wedding but will bring you some joy in the nearer term yeah and I also think you know things may not go on as planned but the the true core of what a wedding is um, or what other life fun life event you know that that experience I think can still happen the the love between people the connection the celebration of each other I think we can still find ways 
to do that even in really challenging times. So I hope you're still able to experience that in some way. Yeah, me too. Um, But some listeners actually had some more wedding specific suggestions. They didn't know they were responding to Janine, but, but they they, were, but they kind of were. Um, So we're just going to, we're going to hear from a few more listeners. Kate, do you want to take this next one from Becca? Yeah. Hi, Kate and Dory. I have never called in or even written into a podcast, but I had to write in and let y'all know what was going on. I almost wrote into your Forever 35 podcast to ask for advice, but we had to make a decision quickly as the COVID-19 situation escalated so fast. So for reference, I'm a 33 years old and I currently live in Durham, North Carolina with my fiance of five years and their dog. We were supposed to get married on May 30th at a beautiful Carolina. Oh, at beautiful Carolina Inn in Chapel Hill. Uh, Shout out to this listener. I've been there. My husband is from Durham. And about a week and a half ago, we pulled the trigger and postponed it until November 14th. I have been very, very lucky to have a wedding planner who has taken care of a lot of the details. And my mom and future mother-in-law have actually also been extremely helpful. Most of our vendors and guests were able to make the date switch and the venue was available. Like I said, we got very lucky. I'm writing in simply to tell other brides how much better I felt after we made the decision to postpone, a decision we made before our statewide shelter in place was in order. I was crying a lot before and have cried a bit since we made the decision. I was crying mostly out of frustration. I have, planning, I have been planning this wedding for over a year and had finalized almost every little detail and now everything has to be shifted. But I also realize how lucky I am that this is the biggest problem I have to deal with right now. Anyway, back to my point. We are lucky that we didn't have to cancel. But my advice to brides who are super anxious about their upcoming weddings because of the world situation is to postpone if you can. I have terrible anxiety anyways and not knowing whether or not we would we even would have been able to have our wedding on the original date was driving me insane. So postpone if you can and postpone sooner rather than later. So you have better choices in venues, vendors, and other details. I have wanted to marry my fiance for basically five years. So waiting six more months is no big deal. Oh, this, I love this email because it was like, yes, take yourself out of the state of uncertainty Yeah. Well, I mean, especially if there's no, like if everyone is willing to postpone and accommodate, like I know they're assuming in some situations there's financial challenges, right? Like what if you cancel a vendor and they can't reimburse you or can't move it? Right. But, but this sounds like, yes, if you can make it work, like this will be one less thing to give you stress and anxiety about for the Mm -hmm. time being. Yeah, totally. Um, Thank you, Becca. We are going to hear from another listener who had some tips about sharing your wedding virtually, Mm, which I loved. Sounds fun. Yes. Here we go. Am I doing it? Hi, Kate and Dory. Uh, It's Lauren from Michigan. I'm just eating a scone that my mom made, a little quarantine scone. Love a quarantine baked good. Um, And I'm calling about weddings in the time of covid My husband and I were crazy on our timing, and we actually did get married in February on the 19th, and we just had our families and got married at the courthouse and then went out to lunch afterwards at the location of our first date, Um, and I asked my brother to record the ceremony, um, and after the wedding and our honeymoon, which we also still luckily got to do, I made a big, beautiful website that had a ton of pictures from the ceremony, getting ready, our families, the honeymoon, and then I also had a video of the ceremony. 
Um, and so we emailed it to maybe everyone we would have invited to a wedding if we had had a wedding um, and just said, hey, we plan on doing this before this crisis even happened. And if you're like us, maybe you're looking for some love and happiness and joy. And please just take your time, look around and pretend like you were there with us at our wedding. Um, so maybe for a couple that is adjusting their wedding plans and needs to shrink it down, or if it's someone who was already maybe planning on having a smaller ceremony, making an effort to share that with the people you love was really appreciated. And the feedback that we got from people was so wonderful in its effusive appreciation of us sharing some of our happiness at a time when we all still want to find happiness in this strange, strange world. Um, so if anyone wants to look at it, it's Lauren and Whitney got married.com and keep up the good work. I love you guys. I hope everyone's taking good care and, uh, be well. Bye. Okay. First of all, their website is awesome. It's so great. Yeah. Like a hundred percent, definitely go to the website. Yeah. I was like, I'll check this out. And then I was like, I looked at every photo, their, their story. They went to school together, but didn't meet really until they were adults the I loved I loved the wedding suit I, I like look I loved it all yeah so thank you for sharing your website with us because that yeah. that like truly looking at your website listener brought me joy yesterday in a it was way. it was such a delight and congratulations yeah it's, and I I thought I mean now because Dory and I have both seen your wedding website like it I felt like I did get to experience I mean I don't even know you and I was like Oh, what a! I got to know your day. It was beautiful, and I thought that was a really great way to share it with people who couldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, okay, this is from Kelsey, who has some some. She she diverges from um, some of the other advice that that we've already heard. So this is interesting. Um. I'm writing to you about the wedding episode because I just canceled mine. It was a tough decision. The festivities were scheduled for March 14th and we canceled on the 6th, weeks before the government or CDC had formalized any social distancing recommendations. It felt crappy. I laid on the living room floor and cried like a baby. This past weekend, we deep cleaned our home and I put my dress and shoes and boxes of wedding favors into the back of the closet and then again proceeded to lie on the floor and cry. Of note, we had signed our official marriage papers a week or so prior in preparation for the wedding itself at that point, having not really realized cancellation was a possibility. So here are my thoughts. One, I'm so happy we are married even without the wedding. I absolutely love a good party and like many people put tons of time and money into ours, but our decision to spend our lives together was the real reason for the season. And this way we still get to have that. The party will just happen later. Two, we decided to send out paper wedding announcements since without really meaning to, we sort of eloped. We did sign the papers. It was a really fun and time consuming project. And we've gotten so much positive feedback from our loved ones who are trapped at home and have been so surprised and thrilled to get our exciting mail. Now this, this is where I think things get interesting and I'm okay. curious to hear people's thoughts. Three, with regards to a celebration in the near ish future, we are definitely not planning anything yet. 
While the coronavirus may not ever, quote, go away, with time there will be better control and hopefully treatments and vaccines. I cannot possibly imagine hosting a joyful event during which people we love contract an illness that is utterly untreatable now when the picture might be so drastically different in one to two years. Another very important point regarding future planning. Many epidemiologists are predicting a waxing and waning of outbreaks over the next several months or even year, and with them will come renewed needs for social distancing. So while this first wave may be fairly well controlled in the next couple months, it is really impossible to guess when a new surge will occur and we will again need to stay home and stay safe. I can't ask my guests to commit to round two just to have it canceled again. In sum, there were justifiable tears, but there is much more joy that we are together and married. We've been splurging on champagne with dinner at home and reveling in the new terms, husband and wife. Our families, somewhat surprisingly, because we have quite a few fussy loved ones, are very happy that we are actually married despite the lack of ceremony and are also super supportive and enthusiastic about waiting to celebrate at another time when we can all be together and hug and cheers without a potential personal and public health risk. We're hoping for a one-year anniversary party, but keeping our minds open and celebrating each other and our health for now. I hope my thoughts are helpful to others. Mm, Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful and very interesting. And I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I think you've you have really laid out what we're looking at in terms of the way the world is going to look in the next couple of years. And that's a very practical and um, admirable choice. I think. Yeah. I think you're very like you've, you dealt with this in a very logical way. Yeah, You seem very level headed, Kelsey. Yeah. Very clear my life. Also like kudos to you for canceling your wedding on March 6th. Because that was before a lot of the, the stay at home guidelines had come down and it wasn't clear what was happening. Um, And, you know, now we're getting all of these reports of gatherings that happened that weekend where people got very sick. So, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for having that foresight. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And congratulations. You're married. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then this next email I thought was such a cute idea. If you were supposed to be a guest at a local wedding, Do you want to read this one, Kate? Hi, Kate and Dory. Thank you so much for the Here For You pod. I'm a physician assistant, and it gives me something so nice and relaxing to listen to each day. In reference to your wedding episode, my husband and I have very close friends who had to postpone their wedding. They got married, just the two of them, with their parents on FaceTime. My sweet husband typed out a toast for them, and we dropped it off on their front porch with a bottle of champagne. In this time, when we feel so helpless and disconnected from everyone else, it felt like a really good way to show them we were thinking of them. Thanks again for the show. Yeah, that's a fun idea. Isn't that so cute? That's you're a nice friend. Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Um, Okay, and then this last email, so interesting, is from someone who owns a wedding venue. All right. Um, I'm writing to give you some input uh, for your upcoming Canceled Weddings episode. My husband and I own a wedding venue in Italy, a thousand-year-old castle surrounded by forest in Tuscany. And the website is ristonki.com and that is r-i-s-t-o-n-c-h-i.com we'll put in the show notes too i've been paralyzed by stress for days maybe a week i feel terrible for the couples who i've worked with and have every detail planned we were going to give them such an amazing time and we've been working hard all winter to prepare for our amazing couples and their loved ones At first, when the virus was only in China and Italy, I was thinking, why Italy? As we were getting many worried emails from couples asking if it's safe, and then other countries put travel bans on Italy. 
Well, now it's everywhere. You can barely travel from your own home. And who knows how long it's going to be until people can travel abroad again. Our couples are from the USA, Germany, Denmark, UK, etc. The situation is terrible for everyone. We were traveling when it all started to spread. And two weeks ago, we came to Denmark until the borders open up again and we can get home to Italy. It's such a mess and so many people in the industry may not survive this, ourselves included. I'm in a Facebook group with venue owners and planners from all over the world. Everyone is in a nightmare. Couples want all their money back, but it's just not possible. Refunding tens of thousands at once and then having no income for the rest of the year would break us all. We are trying to reschedule as many as we can for later in the year or next year. There are only so many wedding dates in a year, so if we push everything to next year, we lose the income for 2021 too. Thanks, ladies, Stephanie. I mean, it all fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is wild. And I think this is across so many industries, especially service industry and travel and hospitality. I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. I'm, it's, yeah. And especially for these smaller operators who aren't part of like, you know, a huge chain. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really tough. And, you know, I feel like we, we hear so much of it from the consumer side where people are upset because they're not getting refunds. And like, I understand that obviously, but I also empathize with these, especially these small business owners who will probably go out of business if, you know, they had to give everyone refunds now. So it's tricky. Um, and I, I just really appreciated this perspective. Totally. And I, I am looking at this castle. It's website. gorgeous. I oh can my God. confidently <laughs> say that if we come out of this pandemic and if I ever have the means to travel to Italy again and stay at your castle, I will 100% do so. I mean, I'm thinking Forever 35 retreat. At this castle? Yes. Let's look, tack it up on the vision board. It's going on the vision board. I mean, mean, this is amazing. There's a huge pool. This also, this like looking at this image helps me, actually helps me. I was just going to use our word of the day. Oh my goodness. Well, that is a great segue. A totally organic segue, but looking at the picture, it just like takes my brain off of everything and it helps me to relax. And that is the word of the day. That is the word of the day. And, you know, I always find it annoying when people tell me to relax because it's, it's like, it's often said when I'm like upset about something and someone telling me to relax is like the last thing I want to hear. But yeah, I mean, it, it can also be condescending and like laced with misogyny. I feel like. Yes. But I, I think we are presenting this word in the spirit of hopefully self-care And what I would like to suggest is that for 30 seconds, for 10 minutes, for however long you can take, do one thing that helps you relax. Maybe it's looking at pictures of this beautiful Tuscan villa and getting transported, Tuscan castle, excuse me, getting transported there and, and fantasizing about a time when you can be there with 90 of your closest friends. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just thought that that was that was just something a, that I wanted to suggest for the day. I, I like that. I need I need that. So not to make this all about me, but thank no, you. No, please. That word is crucial for me today. 
Um, well, do you want to discuss our activity, which also might be relaxing for a lot of people? For some people, yes. For some people, this might not be a choice. But, you know, Ina Garten, um, the barefoot Contessa, who's truly a, an icon in the cooking and food world, has really been going into it on her Instagram from her isolation wherever she is in Long Island or the Hamptons. And she had an Instagram live video today of her making a pitcher of cocktails, which she then pours into a giant martini glass. And it's like, it's a real recipe. It's also very humorous, but like you kind of get the feeling that she, like all of us is just kind of like, you know, is a little stir crazy. And we got so many, so many emails telling us to check out this video that it really raised people's spirits. So look, whether or not you're drinking a cocktail, a mocktail, water, whatever it is, please enjoy this video of Ina Garten just pouring herself a giant glass of Cosmos. Yes. <laughs> um, well, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all to all the people who wrote in about their weddings. Um, we appreciate called it. Called in. We got so called many voicemails. In. Yeah. We, I wish we could have played them all. Um, yeah, we will, we will talk to you tomorrow. And remember, we are here for you. Take care. Bye.